Welcome to the South Point Hotel and Casino here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Look at the lovely sports book out there, which will be packed later on tonight for the Steelers and Tennessee Titans Thursday night football. I'm wearing my Pittsburgh shirt. I always got to represent on game day because uh, I don't do a show on Sunday. So we're here on Thursday. So I'm wearing my shirt today. Uh, welcome to the show. This is Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. Today is November 2nd, 2023. And the Texas Rangers are World Series champs. Congratulations to Bruce Bochy and, and Bochy and, and the Rangers. And there were some great videos last night. And Ryan, our super producer, cut together a montage. And we'll talk about Ryan in a second because I know everybody wants to know what his futures bet. So check it out. A lot of great videos from last night around Texas. So here's the last pitch by Sabors. Why do you have a S at the beginning? B S B Spores. Good Scrabble name. This was at the stadium in Globe Texas. Life. Indoor fireworks. Doesn't seem safe, but there you go. And then this is Texas Live, a bar close by. People going crazy, running out on their tabs. Probably a good excuse. This is Bruce Bochy. This is his fourth World Series. Now he knows what's coming. He knows champagne's going to be squirt everywhere. So why doesn't he have goggles on? Why does he not wearing goggles? The goggles do nothing. That's a Simpsons reference. Now watch him just get hammered here. <laughs> Probably the best eye burn in life. Yeah. It's a rewarding eye burn. And then there's the aftermath, ladies and gentlemen. That is all the, that's uh, a lot of Budweiser. There's some champagne. Got some champagne in there. There you go. Someone had to clean those up. And, of course, they're singing Creed. Can you take me higher? Creed. Relevant again. I love it. 20 years later. Congratulations to the Texas Rangers on their first World Series championship. But I think everyone is more excited for Ryan's victory. Ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's talk to Ryan and see. Ryan, congratulate. Oh, look at this. Wow. The man hits a few. <laughs> no mustache. Do you have one of your mustaches? No, oh, you don't have them. Ryan, so uh, tell, us, uh, tell us how you're feeling right now, buddy. Let's, let's talk about your futures bet. Tell everyone how you placed it and when. Um, I'm feeling pretty good. Okay. $650 richer. Yeah. Um, not that, that that is a lot. That's but, a lot of money. Hey, it'll take care of my uh, baby shower this weekend. There you go. Oh, is your, that's right. Your girlfriend's pregnant. Yep. Oh, yep. my God. Expecting in February. In February. There you go. And by the way, we have to point out that it, Ryan's grandparents are here. We have Lee and Cece here. And I'm name dropping. Lee said I was allowed to drop his name because I drop a lot of names on the show. So they're in from Chicago visiting and they get a very proud moment of seeing their son gambling a huge win. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So you, so the money's going right to the baby shower. More or less. More or less. More or less. Is your girlfriend aware of this? So maybe she should know. Yeah. She's watching. Yeah, well, so I also have a plan to go out to New York for Monday Night Football, Packers, Giants, because one of my best friends is Daniel Bellinger. He's uh, now who? starting tight end. Daniel Bellinger. Oh, wow. Um, because Darren Waller's hurt. So yeah, if that game stays on Monday night, we're debating on flying out there. Okay, and can so. the NFL they can flex Monday nights this year? Is that a new thing? Right, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but I it might be past the deadline to already flex. Okay, good. So. I don't think that's going to be a game. I think that game's not going anywhere. Packers Giants. No one's moving that game. They who wants wanna... to watch that on Monday though? Right. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah, they might get it out of Monday night. My bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, here's the coolest clip I found. So there's a guy watching the Texas Rangers. His children are sleeping, so he wants to celebrate softly. So this guy right here is a genius because he's excited, but he does it quietly. So here's the final pitch. <laughs> okay, now you notice the Christmas tree there. Do we want to talk about this? 
It Let's goes do- up November 1st. It goes up November 1st? For my mom, it always did. No way. November yep. 1st? Yep. I always wait to the, we always went to the day uh, after Thanksgiving to go get a real tree. We don't have a fake yeah. one. We do the real thing. Because my sister was allergic to tree. Yeah, you got to have a real tree. Anne yeah. says. See, again, Anne and I, Coke Zero. <laughs> we're the same person. Yeah, you have to do a real tree. My sister was allergic to pine when I was a kid. So we couldn't have a real one. We had an artificial one. And it basically smelled, uh, maybe as I got older, of mold. It was packed away for like 30 years. And then, so now I ins- insist on a real tree. So it's kind of a tradition. So we'll get a real tree, but congratulations to the... Uh, the Rangers. Now, you think we'd be done with baseball, but the South Point Casino, the greatest casino right here uh, in Vegas, they already have their South Point Sportsbook odds to win the 2024 World Series. The defending champs, Rangers, are like seventh on the list at 12 to 1. Braves favored. Braves are favored at 6 to 1. Dodgers, 7 to 1. Now, I was handed a piece of paper, ladies and gentlemen, with the odds. Now, it's ripped, as you can see. That won't be your sheet of paper if you come down to the sportsbook here. At the South Point. They don't want me to see the Pirates' odds because, as everyone knows, I'm a Pittsburgh Pirate fan. Uh, Sean, do you want to tell Ryan what the, you, you want to do? Is it, We're is not it allowing fit? you to throw away that money. 75 to 1, I'm going to say. 100 to 1. Oh, my God. Well, now, see, now the Rangers won the World Series two years after losing 100 games. We lost 100 in 2022. Well, we were 77 wins this year, so we lost, you know, you do the math at home. Are you going to fork up $340 million we're not gonna, for... No, we're not going to do that. Uh, the big, the big, the big news in Pittsburgh is we're going to get our payroll up to 100 million this year. Oh. Yeah, as instead of hovering around 60, so we'll see. More than the A's. Dare to dream 100 million. Were the A's also? What are they? 100 to one as well. Um, athletics 400 to one. 400 to one. Uh, yeah, they're even a longer. Well, that makes me feel good that the Pirates aren't considered the worst odds to win the World Series. Uh, yeah, but Ryan, congratulations on your win. You placed that in June, June 30th. You June did that. 30th. The there day that they traded for Araldis Chapman. Oh, that was smart. Well, we have a big show for you guys today. Oh, there are the odds right there. Pittsburgh. <laughs> you have them at the, All bottom. the, way to the bottom. Sean, damn you. He's wearing a Steelers shirt, so I can't hate him. One of uh, six teams at plus 101. And the longest are the, the Oakland, soon to be Vegas A's at 400 to 1. I hope not. You but don't yes. want the A's here. You're very I don't want the A's. You don't, you'd rather have a new franchise. Yes. But 100%. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. Do it like the Knights. Give it just expand it. Allow the city to build it as its own. Don't get. Don't keep giving us Oakland's Lobby trash. Like, <laughs> Sloppy seconds. And says, "Are we allowed to say that?" Okay. Anyway, uh, Ryan, what right. about your Gold yeah. Knights tonight? Do you have a futures bet on them to win the cup again this year? I do not. You did not. not. They're, they're not a good enough price yet. Oh wait, your grandfather does. Lee does. All right. All right. How All much? Right. Is your, how much is your futures bet? Do you mind saying? Twenty bucks. All right, that's a good bet, right? They're nine and nine zero oh, and one. 9-0-1. Going yep. for the 10th one. They're hosting the Winnipeg Jets tonight here in yep. Vegas. I still haven't gone to a game. I keep mentioning it, assuming eventually someone will write in and be like, hey, I've we'll, got tickets we'll for give you free tickets, Frank. You want to come down? Uh, because our subscribers are climbing. What are we at? What's the tally? 522. 522. Now, I started uh, pledging, pledging, <laughs> pledge driving. I started begging, basically, for subscribers. And we were like, it stuck around 470 for a couple days. I said, damn it, let's get us to 500. The 500th person will get on the show. Uh, uh, Greg Vaughn is going to give you a bottle of his wine that he makes. Greg Vaughn, former NL All-Star who was here. So we're up to 522. Yep. Now, do we know the 500? We're doing some research. We have Jerry on it. Jerry's RIT. We haven't gotten anything so back from Mike Zilla. Mike, Z- oh, yeah, Mike Zilla, 667. Yep. Mike Zilla, if you're watching, you could be on this show. If not, we're going to have to go to the 501st person. And Greg Vaughn is going to personally give you a bottle of Greg his wine. Greg Vaughn is going to give you a bottle of wine for subscribing. 
So we appreciate you guys watching this show and, of course, Sports by the Book, which I'll be stopping by with Jeff and Vinny later on. Uh, big Thursday night show, talk Steelers, talk about how Kenny Pickett is 6-0 and in primetime games. Against the spread. Against the spread. I like that bet tonight. And Mike Tomlin, we'll talk You know, we'll talk about this when we get Jeff in here. We'll do all the numbers then. Uh, today on the show, oh my God, the return of Spencer McLaughlin, your buddy, right? Yeah, the guy that nobody knows nothing. Yeah, this guy knows everything about college football, especially Pac-12. He's a big Oregon Ducks guy. Oregon, we'll talk about Oregon. We're going to talk about the Heisman race with him. He will be prepared. We have 11 amazing restaurants featuring a wide variety for every price range and appetite. South Point's Garden Buffet has something for everyone at unbeatable prices. Or, if hunger strikes in the middle of the night, join us at Coronado Cafe. The American menu offers breakfast, lunch, or dinner 24 hours a day. Plus a Chinese kitchen for authentic Chinese dishes from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. From steak and eggs to wonton soup, it's fast and friendly service 24-7. When you need a quick pick-me-up, You can find it at our state-of-the-art Starbucks just inside the main South Point entrance. Order ahead with the Starbucks app for easy mobile order pickups. Or enjoy your favorites in the relaxing dining area anytime, day or night. If you love Mexican food, Baja Miguel's has all of your south-of-the-border favorites. There are dozens of classics to choose from, like fajitas, ceviche, chimichangas, tacos, and more. And for spirit lovers, Baja's colorful non-smoking tequila bar is right outside. Or maybe you're in the mood for seafood. Big Sur Oyster Bar has fresh seafood prepared right before your eyes. Savor freshly shucked oysters, crab legs jambalaya, shrimp and lobster, beers on tap, and a selection of fine wines are perfect to pair with your seafood favorite. Whether lunch or dinner, you'll love this fun atmosphere located just off the casino floor. Ready to shake things up? Step back in time and treat yourself to one of the oldest restaurant chains in the country. Steak and Shake, famous for original mouth-watering steak burgers and hand-dipped milkshakes in a variety of flavors. For some old-fashioned fun, try Steak and Shake. So this guy was an FBI agent, and he told me that's who killed JFK, and I've told no one. Okay. Oh, we're back. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Punch. We'll do it live. <laughs> Episode 19. There's a little interruption there, but hey, that happens. It happens to the best of the sh- the, the Super Bowl had a power outage a few years ago, remember? Hey, you got to love technology. Technology. Hey, it's okay. This is, you know, we're live. You're watching this on your phone. You're watching it on your lunch break. It's amazing that you're we're beamed across the world. So we just had a little technical snafu there. And I think we were talking about how Ryan was a big winner. And Ryan said right before we went up the air that he was taking the money and he was taking us all out to dinner tonight here at the Silverado Steakhouse. So thank you, Ryan. You guys all heard that, right? Okay. Anyway, yeah. Where were we? We have. I was talking about who's going to be on the show today. We have Spencer McLaughlin. Spencer, who uh, does Hopefully. a podcast for the Pac-12 and the Oregon Ducks. He knows everything. He will be here talking uh, Heisman, the possible Heisman winners. There's two or three that are in the Pac-12. And also Jeff Parles will be here. Jeff, who does Sports by the Book, which I'll be on later today. We're going to talk about the Steelers and Mike Tomlin and the Steelers offense with Matt Canada. We're going to help you crush Thursday Night Football, and I have a couple prop bets for you, a couple hot prop bets that I think are pretty good. Uh, Let's go to some Frank's Fast Takes. 
Um, last night I watched the Laker game. I've always liked the Lakers. Do you follow basketball, Ryan? Because are you, are you a Bulls fan? A bit. Yeah, I'm a Bulls fan. It's a thankless job lately, isn't it? You had yeah. a good run. You had a good run. Being with a fan the... of Chicago sports, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Uh, oh, there was the graphic. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so last night the Lakers, uh, unbelievable game. They had lost 11 in a row to the Clippers. They 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 share the same home court. So all they got to do is peel the decals up. Clippers, you know, it's kind of crazy for now. Yeah, the Clippers. Yep. Clippers are getting a state of the art. They're the, Steve Ballmer spent is it four billion or something? I think it's four. It's like four billion dollars on this new stadium for the Clippers. <laughs> if you want to spend your money wisely, I wouldn't spend it on the Clippers. But like each seat's going to have charging portals for your phone. Like he's doing all these. There's more bathrooms than any arena in uh, the world. So if you go to a Clippers game, most of their games go in the toilet fast. So you can just go and use the bathroom. So it's going to be pretty nice. Last night, there was a sweet alley-oop from Austin Reeves to LeBron James. It was epic. He used his left hand. LeBron slammed it. We have video of it. Here we go. Watch this. Reeves with his left. LeBron slams. 38 years old. All-time leading scorer. Now here's the fan version. Wham. Now they celebrate. Austin goes over to the bench. In overtime. In over. In over it was just an amazing game. They won. The Lakers ended up winning. And I noticed that Austin Reese had a certain look to him. Kind of reminded me of Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber. Do the side-by-side. He's Jim Carrey from Dumb and Dumber. Look at the haircut. Who's cutting his hair? Mark Davis's barber? What is that haircut? <laughs> Thank you, Ann. <laughs> See, Ann's laughing a lot because she didn't use the restroom. She's trying to suppress it. Yeah, look at that. There it is. What is the gravity of Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, look at that. It looks like Jim Carrey right there. So make that go viral, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so congratulations to the Lakers finally breaking that. And uh, the NBA tournament, this is going to be in Vegas. Now, the NBA tournament starts tomorrow night. The championships. The championship. Yeah. I don't, no one understands this. I drove yeah, by Allegiant Stadium. It's like, ah, oh, starting the NBA, there's an in-season tournament. Yeah, I, I find it very pointless. It's so just the NBA the trying to get people to watch. So there's the West teams versus East. It begins November 3rd, which is tomorrow. Yeah, they're in divisions. So they're grouped. And then the winner of each group uh -huh. is guaranteed a spot in that yeah. tournament here. Right. And then there's a wild card team for each. So the four teams from each conference right. will get into the tournament here in uh, in December. But I feel like I'm I'm watching a TED talk on like I don't. I no I, one knows I how understand. this works. I don't but understand. it's going to start, and the championship here is, is here in Vegas in December. If anyone understands it, let us know. But it should be pretty cool. Maybe Jeff Parles will know. Jeff Jeff might actually understand how the NBA in season tournament works. He knows well, Canadian I football. <laughs> But he doesn't Everything's know how going to wrong in the studio. We were off power. The handle broke on the door. Jeff, he'll be here soon. Do you understand the in-season tournament at all? Okay. Okay, he does. <laughs> Jeff just gave us one of these. Yeah, I got it. By the way, that's uh, Ryan's grandparents, Lee and Cece, our first ever live audience. Uh, we got the also, City Edition jerseys right there. So they're going to yeah, be. The, that's what I was going to say. Also, the have city special courts. Now, they're wearing special jerseys and the courts. By the way, when there's a video of we could, we could, we'll post it or whatever. We'll talk about. It. There's a video of them showing the players what their courts are going to look like, and the players are like. Oh, we're doing, we have a new court? They didn't even know. Like, I, <laughs> I would have cut that part out there, NBA. But it's going to be cool. A lot of the jerseys are neat. Uh, the Lakers is pretty cool. So Yeah, the Clippers looks like it should be a haircut place jersey. Yeah, well, maybe that's where Austin Reeves should get his haircut. Maybe he could get maybe. a better haircut. Maybe. Because he looks like Jim Carrey. Uh, and lastly, before we bring in our man Spencer, uh, there's a new Beatles song released today. New Beatles song. Ryan, I know you're a huge Beatles fan. Name three Beatles songs right now. Go. Hey, Grandpa. <laughs> he turns to his grandfather. I want to hold your hand. There you go. First hit. Uh, is Strawberry Fields one? Strawberry Fields is one. Now with a question mark. It's not Strawberry Fields. 
Strawberry fields for. Can yeah. you name a third one? Do you well, need any help? Submarine. Sergeant Peppers. I said Yellow Submarine. Yellow Submarine. There you go. I oh, went with the Ringo song. Very nice. I would, did you hear what I, I said? I could give you some help. Do you even know that help is one of their songs in? I was trying to help them. I was trying to come together. Come together is another Beatles song. Uh, yeah, I, I, I could do this one. all day, I ladies and gentlemen. All right. I'll, you know what? I'll just let it be. Damn. <laughs> anyway, the Beatles have a new song out. You ask how? AI. Uh, yeah, John Lennon recorded a vocal. Uh, in the late 70s, or, uh, he was assassinated in 1980. So unfortunately, they got together. George Harrison's no longer with us. But with the help of Peter Jackson and the, the same AI they used in the amazing Beatles documentary on Apple, it's nine hours long. You've watched it how many times, Ryan? Yes. Yep. Okay. He hasn't watched it yet. But anyway, with the AI, it came out. This is the first Beatles song since I think Free as a Bird and whatever, and that they cobbled together a long time ago. This is the last Beatles song. They've officially said this is the last, last new Beatles song. It's kind of incredible, though. I mean, they, they were they were a band 60 years ago. There's a promotional video here talking about the song. That's Shea Stadium. Uh, yeah, so there's uh, Yoko said she found these tapes. And they tried to make it 20 years ago, but there was too many instruments bleeding into John's vocal. But with AI, they could remove the instruments, isolate John's vocal. So we have a new Beatles song. That's pretty cool. So I, I asked Ryan, had, had he heard of, you know, Paul McCartney he was in, a, in you know, this band? And he goes, oh, Paul McCartney was in a band before Wings? See, that's how young he is. And, I, I, and here's the thing, Ann, probably doesn't even know who Wings is. Doesn't even know who Wings is. Do you know who Wings is? No. Oh, my God. Just, do, you, do you not listen to classic rock at all? <laughs> he, just turned, he just turned to Jerry and went, who is it? Wings was Paul McCartney's band after he left the Beatles. All right. I think we've talked enough about music. Uh, Anyway, the Beatles have a new song, Deduction. which uh, I bet you they have more subscribers than us. Are we still holding? Did we lose any subscribers from the freeze? Yeah, holding still at 522. 522. Nobody, nobody right. left us. Uh, well, now, this, now, this is a friend of yours. This is his return appearance. I've already called today the easiest show of the week for me because we have two guys I don't whose knowledge. Real. We don't have them yet. Okay. This is our best show ever, ladies. I'm glad your grandparents are here to see the greatest episode of Punchlines ever. But we're having fun. Um, what else are you guys doing while you're in Vegas? I just, what's your favorite thing to do when you're in Vegas? We're going to ask Ryan's grandparents real quick. Anything? No, they're going to do a tour of the sphere. The sphere, which proudly displayed a Texas Rangers. Did we show that? Was that in the, did we show we did that? We did not. We did not. They lit up the, what has a baseball with the Texas Rangers yeah. logo. You have to go. There's a movie you can see and it shows you how the sphere works. It's worth it. I know it's an expensive movie ticket, but trust me, the sphere is amazing. Drove by it the other night. And here at the South Point, where you can watch the Steelers-Tennessee game, you'll see me here tonight screaming at the Steelers wearing my Pittsburgh shirt. Uh, there's a bingo tournament coming to town. Big bingo tournament with like a purse of a million dollars. Tomorrow, yeah, this week, Saturday and Sunday, Priscilla Presley's here, uh, right? Priscilla Pre there's the sphere lit up as a Texas Ranger uh, logo in the base. Well, that's amazing. The sphere is tremendous. Priscilla Presley will be here this weekend along with the bingoers, and, and there's a lot of... There's a lot of people here for bingo, and they take it serious. There was a woman, was a woman I saw a T-shirt. She goes, I never thought a bunch of little balls could make me yell out bingo, which I thought was a great shirt. It's a little risque for South Point, but hey, it's 12 to 1, and here we are. Do we have Spencer? The link is on the way. The link is on the way. All right, uh, let's talk about the Raiders real quick. The Raiders, um, Antonio Pierce, the new coach, they are playing the Giants this week. Now, Jeff is not a Giants fan. He is a Jets fan, but we're going to talk about this game. And an interesting tidbit. Antonio Pierce was once a, uh, a Howard Stern intern. 
He was one day, he was playing with the Giants in the NFL, and he said, you know what? Called Gary Delabate up the show producer. He came in and worked for a day for Howard Stern because he might, he might thought he thought about getting into radio. Then he saw what broadcasters actually get paid other than Howard Stern. He said, screw that. And then he got into a front, front office and football, and now he's the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. I just think it's hilarious how the Giants paid their quarterback $160 million. Yeah. And now they're, un- they're a point and a half underdog to a team that just fired its coach, GM, <laughs> offensive coordinator, and benched the quarterback that they signed. Yeah, the Giants are a mess as well. Yeah, which makes Jeff very happy. He's very happy about that. Yeah, we can bring Jeff in. Do you want to do? Oh, we got Spencer? Oh. No. Oh, we're going to bring Jeff in. All right. You know, listen, ladies and gentlemen, when you need numbers, when you need a guy, we're talking about the Giants and Jets from Sports by the Book, the show that launched us here. It's Jeff Parles. Jeff, what's up, buddy? Thank God you came in early. Pit change, right? Pit change. We're calling for the right. Are you a righty or a lefty? Righty. You're a right-hander. I know. Nagel's a lefty, so we got the righty today. Jeff, uh... There's a lot of interesting games. Are you gonna do you get up at six thirty? Will you get I'll up? Be, at I'll be up on Sunday. Yeah, right. Because you got the show at eight, right? Yeah, well, nine on Sunday. But I'll nine. be, I'll, I'll be up. I'll be up. That's too good of a game to uh, sleep through. I mean, I, I'm agreeing with you. It's not a Jacksonville game. It's in Germany. I'm half German, half Italian. Nicotero Giesinger. My mom's probably watching. I'm gonna get up and watch it. I mean, it's the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Tyreek Hill going against his old team. It's a really good game. Yeah. So I, I just want to bring something up with that game that we. We talked about it earlier in the year okay. with the London games. Yes. Kansas City just went today. Did they really just travel to Miami went early in the week. We already saw earlier this year. Now, I don't want to count that Jacksonville-Buffalo game because Jacksonville played there the week before. Right. But Buffalo went, went late yep. and looked bad yep. early in the game. Yep. Uh, Baltimore went earlier than Tennessee. They looked better the whole game than Tennessee did. I just wonder, and, and again, I – was prepared to bet Kansas City yeah. this week. Yes. But now I'm backing off a little it's bit. It's a good tip. I'm not going to bother betting this game now. I want to see, what because there's a few things I'm looking at here. I want to see how good Miami really is. Yes. Because they have pounded awful teams. That's Pounded true. them. But the two good teams they played this year, Buffalo smacked them. And Philly. Philly yeah. beat them pretty handily. Yeah. Kansas City's in that level. Yeah. And Kansas City's still better than Buffalo. And also, too, for Kansas City, last week, and it's been apparent for a few weeks, but it really showed up last week when Mahomes wasn't 100%. He had because the, flu, the flu, apparently. Because yeah. of the flu. He doesn't trust anyone other than Kelsey. Yeah. And that was apparent yeah. last week. And Denver, look, Denver held him to 19 in the first game, held him to no touchdowns on Sunday. Maybe that, it's weird to say this about the Bronco defense that was historically <laughs> bad through the first five weeks, but much better over the last few. He, Mahomes got to trust someone other than Kelsey. Yeah. Because they're not beating anyone who's, they're not. They're not getting to another Super Bowl. No. He doesn't trust anyone other than Kelsey. And, I mean, my goodness, what happens if Kelsey gets hurt? We already saw that this year. They lost that game in part because the receivers were terrible. Right. As long as he stays healthy and and Taylor, don't break his heart. Taylor. Don't think that's happening, Frank. I know. I think they're rock solid. Yeah, they seem like it. They seem like they're in love. What's the over-under on that relationship lasting? Do we have it at South Point, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey? Ryan's the Ryan's Ryan, how many months do we have that at? Well, her normal relationships last like six weeks. Okay. So I think we're, we're right around that. We're already now. past that. Yeah. We're past the trading deadline. So he's lo- They're locked in for the season. This is it. That's I think we're already roster. at the over. You like the over? We're already at the we're over. We're at the over. We're already Congrats. over six weeks, yeah. Congratulations. Here we go. Taylor and Trevor hitting the over on that relationship. Did she make the trip to Germany? This is inside information we might need to know. I don't know. Well, you're a Swifty. I, don't I, 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 think highly, she did. I highly doubt it, right? Because isn't she... Uh, She's starting her South America part of her go. tour. 
See, which he, isn't that's pretty close that's to Germany. So close. <laughs> I wasn't good in geography or geometry. Anything that starts with a G. Jim, I was pretty good. I never climbed the rope. Uh, that's, phys that's physical education. Physical. Right? It was PE back then. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I got an award for my high school this year uh, in the category of arts um, for stand up, you know, and stuff like that. And I confessed that I never climbed the rope in gym class. We had to run a lap and then you had to run in and climb that knotted rope. Uh-huh. I was like, I was like five foot one fourteen. I couldn't do it. I didn't have the upper body strength like I do now. So I ran the lap really fast. What's that? What? So I ran the lap really fast and then the, the teacher would come in and I'd be like, oh God, oh God, fibers from the rope in my hands, coach. Yeah, I did. I never climbed the rope. That's going to be the title of my biography, Frank Nicotero. I never climbed the rope, but Back to Taylor Swift, back to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I kind of like Kansas City, but now that you tell me they didn't travel till today, that freaks me out because the Steelers went and played Minnesota about 10 years ago, and Tomlin goes, we travel on Fridays. That was Tomlin's thing. We travel on Friday. So he went to London on Friday, and the players didn't wake up till like the fourth quarter. And I, I don't know. That's not a good strategy. Yeah, it's, it, look, these, it's a different – It's a, <laughs> there are different handicapping spots. This yeah. is a, you have to go yeah. out of what your normal – process is yeah, with this these, is Euro, with these Europe exactly. you yeah. have to you have to get the body clock right mm -hmm. uh, Miami player I mean Tyreek and I forget who the other Miami player was uh, said yesterday yeah we're still tired we still haven't acclimated <laughs> and they've been, already been there for two days yeah. Kansas City's getting there with the game two days after that so again it's I, we're betters are getting smarter with yeah. that it's part of the reason I think the numbers dip to one and a half is that the travel yeah so we'll, we'll see it's gonna be a good really good game the Germans the Germans got very lucky with this game that, last they year got they, the game of the year. last year they got a really good they got one that actually ended up being okay with Seattle and Tampa yeah where it looked like on paper oh man the bucks are gonna destroy Seattle yeah. Seattle's gonna be one of the worst teams in the league this year they get they get uh, this one, and then next week, hey, next week they'll see some offense. They get Indy and New England, so they'll see some oh, offense because the the, uh, the Colts' defense is is an abomination right yeah, now. Yeah, it really is. Uh, they, they've scored 20 points in each of their games, too. So. Yeah, they've also given up uh, 20 points in all of their <laughs> yeah, games exactly. except for one. And that's why their record is, is what it is. Uh, I'm excited to watch the Germany game. They do a nice job producing these games, so I'll get up. I'm going to watch it. But, yeah, that's a good thing. They're, they could be sluggish. Kansas City could be sluggish. Now, the point spread, is it in metric over there, or is it in – do we use points? Do we use centimeters? Do they? Use centimeters? I mean, they use fractions. They I mean, use fractions. I mean, Vinny loves his fractions, so I mean, okay, <laughs> I, I, they might just take it from him. Uh, now, I want to talk about Thursday night football. Of course, my Steelers are playing tonight. Steelers are playing tonight. Steelers are playing tonight. That's why. Come on, that's why the shorts on right there. <laughs> no, I know you know. Um, right now, what is the Steeler line? Is it two and a half still, or three? three. What do we have at South Point? Minus three. Minus three. It's gone up to three, so it climbed a half point. Will Levis threw four touchdowns last week, but I think on his other passes, he was like. 29. He didn't, you know, four touchdowns. Okay. I'm not writing off four touchdowns. That's great. But uh, the Steelers under Mike Tomlin are 23 and five. I'm hearing a feedback, but we're all right, right? That's gone. The Steelers are 23 and five under Mike Tomlin against rookie quarterbacks. They dominate rookie quarter. I was there and I was telling Chris Andrews, director of the sports book, right behind us here at the South Point. I was at the game where John Elway made his, his NFL debut in Three Rivers. Steelers dominated him. I think he threw for like 20 yards. So the Steelers have a history, 23 and 5 Tomlin against a rookie quarterback. I don't know. What do you think? What do you like? What do you what do you, do you like my Steelers tonight? I like nothing in this game. I know. That's I think <laughs> I like absolutely nothing. The lowest yeah. it's 36 and a half, it's, right? It's it's one 36. of the, it's one of those where <laughs> like this nothing. feels like so if if Pittsburgh's defense has a weakness, it is stopping the run. And 
Derrick Henry's pretty good at this football anyone? thing. Yeah. And they got that Spears kid, too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's still, I know Henry's banged up and yeah. they didn't trade him. But kid, the, the guy is still awesome. Yeah. He's still awesome. And you you have to imagine in this game that this will not be one of those where Levis is throwing more than 20 passes. Yeah. This is going to be on the legs of Derrick Henry. Last year on a Thursday night against Green Bay, we saw a, a Tennessee team that was floundering go in the Lambeau That's and right. destroy Henry Green Bay. Henry went off, right? Henry yeah. went off. Yeah. They, they destroyed the Packers <laughs> on a Shoot. short week. And I think there is something to tackling that guy on a short week is not fun for yeah, people. I would think so. So if you made me bet it, I would take the three with Tennessee, okay. but not really a lot of we confidence. We have Cam Hayward coming back, too, which yeah, is a big it, thing. We have Minka well, out, though. The, the, the big question, too, like, uh, assuming Pickett does play tonight, like, yeah. how healthy can I don't he really know. be? I mean, he just he, he bruised his ribs really badly on Sunday. It's Nothing three days later. Him. Like, yeah. I, I, how healthy can he be? And Trubisky looked awful when he was out there. You know the why he day. looked awful? He is off. <laughs> you know, Mason Rudolph sitting there at third string going, put me uh, in, Coach. Tr- Trubisky's better than Mason. I, I think so, too. Yeah. But Mitch Mitch is just, he. you know, you know, look, he had four or five seconds to throw, and he throws into triple coverage last week. Well, guys just are not getting open. I, I, but, but throw it away. Just, you, he had so much time back there. The most time I've seen a Steeler quarterback have in three years, and he threw into triple coverage, and it was intercepted last week. Uh, that was a downer, but I don't know. I'll be watching the game. I like Deontay Johnson in this game. I think it opened. You can get this around town on player props. They get opened about four and a half catches. It's up to five and a half last I saw. And uh, that's his security blanket. Uh, and if Pickett can't throw the deep ball because of the ribs, Pickens, Pickens over is only 58 yards. Deontay's like 56 around there. So I like catches. I like little short passes. Deontay Johnson possibly. Derrick Henry, anytime touchdowns plus money at, at a bunch of shops that offer it, which that, is that's very rare that you see that. So yeah. I don't have a problem eating some chalk on that one, Frank, and right. going ahead with that. <laughs> I love the lingo. And uh, Travis Etienne last. If I if I, I don't I can't bet against the Steelers, but I love Travis Etienne getting a touchdown, anytime touchdown last week. Well, you, I mean. The Steelers could still win the game if ETN scores a touchdown. I, know. I mean, I, just, like I feel like I'm cheating on the team if I bet a bet that's kind of. I did it one time, and I and I this was like 20 years ago, and I, it's, I to this day it haunts me. It haunts me betting against, and I can't bet against the Pirates, which if I did, I'd win a lot of money. <laughs> the, uh, the the last uh, the last time I ended up against the Jets, usually on Jet games, I usually stay off of unless yeah, I think that's, there's that's a decided, I think you said that a decided me. advantage, which actually this week I think is a, a good spot for New York. Uh, was the Mike White game? The Mike White oh, game. They, who came in through when, for Mike, when, yards, when, right? when Mike White came in? It was Halloween two years ago. The Jets are awful. The Bengals were a big favorite on the road. Yeah, this is before they made that Super Bowl that same year. And Mike White comes in and throws for 400 yards 400. When, the jet offense, when the Jet offense had done nothing the whole year and win the game outright. Where is Mike White now? Didn't he Mike sign? White's the backup for the Dolphins. For the Dolphins? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he played a little He's in the 700-yard game against yeah. Denver. He came yeah. in through a touchdown he, he, pass. The 70-point game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so your Chargers, yeah, are, your Jets are hosting the Chargers. Home dog. You like that game. I do. I, I This feels... Monday night. First off, the Jets are... The Kings now are finding a way in the most ugly and brutal fashion possible at this point. <laughs> uh, they should have lost to Tommy DeVito last week. They didn't because of <laughs> mir- miraculous things at the end of that game. Right. The week before, they, they before the bye, Philadelphia, I mean, look, the Jets turned them over four times. They're supposed to win a game like that. You but should. Needed that fourth one to yeah. get, get <laughs> it done. <laughs> uh, their defense is incredibly yeah. good. There, there's no arguing this. And, and Herbert... 
Herbert played very well on Sunday against Ryan's Bears. I think that it more had to do with the Bears than it had to do with the Chargers, how good the, the Chargers looked in that game. Getting a whole field goal, one of those where this is going to be a grinded-out game. Yeah. Herbert's probably going to turn it over multiple times. And if <laughs> Zach Wilson isn't just awful, if he's mediocre, the Jets will have a shot to pull this out right. I do like three this week. I, I do too. And the trade deadline wasn't as exciting as we wanted to, you know? Yeah, it usually is a downer. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, because we had like one busy year. Was it last year? Was last it, year was busy. Last year was busy. Never got excited. Oh, it's going to be like the hot stuff. It's going like to be like baseball. It's going to be like the NBA. It was, you know, Chase Young, uh, Montez Sweat, you know. Oh, uh, Josh Dobbs. Can't forget the headline. Like, it was so funny watching ESPN and NFL Network grasping at straws to make the trade deadline and make these trades sound entertaining. It was just, you know, whatever. Not a lot of teams. Wanted to make trades. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, moving Dobbs for Arizona makes sense. Yeah. Skyler, if he doesn't play this week, he's going to play next week. If he play, if he doesn't play this week, I mean, Clayton Toon's going to be a disaster. Clayton Clayton. Toon. Like, it's going to be bad. I know. Like, it won't be, a, it could be, be a very easily be as bad as what Dor Dorian Thompson Robinson did. Uh, against Baltimore in week four, when everyone was so excited. Oh, DTR's finally yeah, starting. Right, yeah. Nope, now we have PJ Walker. And honestly, PJ Walker played that game. They might have even won that Yeah, they might have. Even though they got thrashed with, with DTR. Uh, but yeah, you look, the, the trade deadline in the NFL, it's hard to trade big-time pieces in the middle of the season. Teams are just unwilling to do it. Yeah. You have to learn new schemes. That's why the biggest quarterback name we saw traded was Dobbs. That's yeah. why we didn't see Kyler get dealt or even Tannehill. Uh, obviously cousins wasn't getting dealt because of the Achilles mm, tear, terrible. but, but uh, that's why we didn't see any of like the bigger quarterback. There, was there any move. rumors of the jets trying to get Kirk cousins? I, I thought that was always fa a yeah, fabrication. It seemed like it. It just oh, seemed I thought hype. I, they, they never really going to trade for a quarterback mid season. Yeah. And that one and a half quarter spasm of elite play by Zach Wilson against Kansas City. Yeah. Probably bought him the rest of the Possibly. season. Possibly. Yeah. Even though it was legitimately one and a half quarters where he looked like a legitimate NFL player. The rest he's just looked like a mediocre backup, like, exactly. which is what he basically is. Yeah, he's gonna hold the clipboard. Uh Jeff, as always, now today, what do you got coming up on Sports of the by the book? You and Vinny talking more football. You and I'll be you. there today at You because we we uh, we didn't have you on Monday because we had the sports equinox and the, and, a, and a lot of lot. things going on. So we have you today. Did, Alex did, White's back as well. Oh, great. And Alex will be here tomorrow. Did you hear what happened last uh, Monday with the Equinox and me upstairs? I was upstairs and I realized I was I was supposed to be there. I came running down and you guys had already finished. And they all went, yeah, don't worry. We, we forgot too, Frank. Everyone forgot. And they had a, they had a loaded show. So we were, we were good. Well, Alex won a sports Equinox pod. Uh, yeah, she did. She won, won a four-teamer. Won, won a four-teamer. And it was all good. Yeah. It was all, all right. good. Well, I will see you in exactly... Uh, three hours and one minute. And we will see you guys in two minutes with Spencer McLaughlin. Thank you for coming in, Jeff. Early, as it. always, the man knows everything. Look, he has nothing in front of him. Look at me. Stooge, need some paper, need some help. He's got it right here. We'll be back in two. South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas's top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grandview Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss The Dirty at 1230, our very own free comedy show, every Friday night at 1230 a.m. in the Grandview Lounge. The Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grandview Lounge. 
When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner, because you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, hand-dipped cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted Best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza. And I'm serious, that's where Jimmy Hoffa's buried. Yeah, the guy told me. Oh, we're back. I'm sorry. We have had all these breaks and technical difficulties. I've been telling great stories and conspiracies. No. Anyway, Jeff told me, we talked about the uh, NBA tournament. Is it called in-season tournament? In-season tournament, yeah. And he explained it to me in two minutes. I can do it in two words for you, ladies and gentlemen. Money grab. There you go. It's a money grab. Sell jerseys. Pointless. Pointless. There you go. Is that one word or two? Yes. <laughs> See, he doesn't even try to work anymore. He won. He won the six hundred and fifty, seven hundred dollars on the Rangers. He's, the hyphen. He's just phoning it in now. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, we appreciate you guys sticking with us. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you watch Sports by the Book as well. Share this with your friends. We've had a great week. We had a great baseball week. We had we had Denny Nagel flew in to do the show. An old friend of mine, World Series champ, had Tom Glavin on Monday. Marty Cordova and Greg Vaughn. It was. It's been a great week, and we're going to continue that with this gentleman making his return appearance. And Ryan, you were going to do the introduction yes. for your the host yes. of Locked On Ducks, Locked On Pac-12, and the play-by-play -play announcer for all of Southern Utah athletics, Spencer McLaughlin. Spencer McLaughlin. Spencer, it's return. There he is, the conquering hero, Ryan. Ryan uh, was the one who you know we got you on the show, and I said you got to introduce him. He's your buddy. You did such a tremendous job last time. Our sportsbook director again. Chris Andrews came in after the show and he's like, man, I wish that guy would have prepared, which is echoed the statement I did <laughs> because you were so thorough. You knew everything. You and Jeff know everything. So we really appreciate you being here. And Good I wanted to be back. To, yeah. Thank you for coming, man. And I wanted to talk Pac-12. We might as well start with Pac-12 stuff because you're Oregon Ducks. Now the, the, the CFP poll came out, Ohio State's number one, but your Ducks are just, they're just hovering at six right now. And I like that as a futures bet. I really, I'm going to put some money in Oregon. Because this, I think they have the talent, right? Now, here's what I want to ask you about. The spread at home against Cal. Now, they, they're playing uh, great football. And you got to, these are wins that you need to get, to get higher in the, in the rankings. Once you take two losses, you're done. Yeah. And 24 and a half points. This is where teams start rolling it up, I feel, right? Now that they've come out, I feel like 24 and a half is not enough points in Oregon. Could blow them out. What do you say about your Ducks? Well, I think you got to monitor the weather because there, there is a possibility of rain and that could perhaps stint Oregon's ability to push the ball down the field. The good news, though, if you like Oregon minus 24 and a half is that 
Oregon has taken their downfield shots this year. They've hit deep balls to Troy Franklin. Really nobody else. It's really just been him. But a lot of their passing is within 15 yards of uh, the line of scrimmage. If you talk to you know fans of other teams or other quarterbacks in the conference, and if you and, and you raise the point of like, hey, Bo Nix has been the most consistent this year, the first thing everyone's going to say, depth of target, depth, depth, depth of target. What about his depth of target? It's not very deep. He's not throwing it downfield a whole heck of a lot. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm sorry that his offense is well-schemed and he executes it <laughs> at a high level. Like, I, I, I don't know exactly what to tell you there. It's not as if he can't or that he doesn't throw the ball down the field. And Oregon has seen an offense back in 2021 that can't throw the ball down the field and doesn't throw the ball down the field. And it resulted in Utah thumping the Ducks 76-17 to 17 in uh, about a three-week span, with the second one coming there uh, in, in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium in the Pac-12 title game. So um, I, I think that Oregon's offense is going to score points here. You know, whether it's raining or not, the Ducks can run the football, and, and Cal, uncharacteristically, can't stop anybody right now. Three straight losses by over 40 or allowing over 45 points per game. And they've played USC. That's that's a really good offense. Okay, not 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 as good as we thought they were at the start of the year, right. but still a really good explosive offense with Caleb Williams. And they've played Utah as well, who Oregon just held to six points. So they haven't exactly been playing you know, every single, like, it, you know, Washington is not in the mix there. Uh, I forget who their third loss was. Oh, Oregon State. Oregon State put up over 50 on their home field. So yeah. the Cal defense has been bad. The Oregon defense, the Oregon offense has been very, very good. Now, last week on the show, we were discussing the over-under uh, in, in the Utah game. And I believe, if memory serves, I said go take the under there because I think that it, it ends up being kind of a low-scoring game. I thought Utah would score a little bit more, yeah. but they did come in under under 49 and a half. I, I would say weather permitting, Oregon is, is going to cover that 24 and a half because the offense has just been so, so good and the running game has been so good and Cal has just struggled in basically every facet defensively. I think it's a big number if the rain really starts pouring, but it, it's hard to not like the way Oregon is playing on both sides of the football. They look like the most complete team in the Pac-12. Wow. And is it true that the reason um, Bo Nix, the depth of target, he hasn't thrown long a lot is because he's 47 years old. Um, he's been, <laughs> he's starting his 100th game. I think he's getting an award. How many? He set yeah. the record for starting most games. It's insane. It's yeah, like, he's at 55 now, I think. <laughs> I think it was 54 against... Uh, one game earlier. I don't know. He's at like 54, 55. It, it's pretty crazy because he's not just a fifth-year quarterback. We've seen that, right, with right. Michael Penix, you know, Dorian Thompson-Robinson a year ago. The difference is, you know, Penix had some injuries over the course of his career. DTR wasn't starting immediately as a true freshman. Bo Nix has started every game yeah. he's ever played. That's amazing. He's never, he's never, he's, his first game, I don't know if you knew this, was actually against Oregon in 2019 oh. <laughs> in a neutral site game down in, in Texas. Oregon lost, I think it was 27 21 was the final score, something like that. So uh, he began his career playing the Ducks. He's going to end it playing for the Ducks, and he's playing at a high level. And yeah. he's just so in tune with what Oregon is doing offensively with their OC, Will Stein. They, they are. He is an extension of his coaching staff on on the field. Have you guys seen these cinematic recaps that Oregon puts out? No, we got to okay. see these. All right, well, well you you know you have they to shoot see it these. like a movie, Ryan, like a Michael Bay movie Ryan or something. Knows what, I've Ryan only knows seen them because Spencer about. puts them on my timeline. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I put them on the timeline because they're really good. So they are pretty. What good. they showed last week is they went in depth 
And the guy's name is Scott Anderson, who puts together these incredible, he's new to the Oregon Athletic Department this year. What a hire. That guy is worth <laughs> every penny that he has paid because he puts out these, these movies, essentially. You know, it's like a five to eight minute video oh, recap wow. of, of Oregon's wins. But, you know, he's got shots from the sideline, from, you know, not really from the TV broadcast, you, you know, cool. shots from uh, the sideline, from up above. He's got audio from, you know, leading up to the week at practice. You know, the uh, new thing that he introduced this week that was awesome was tying points from Dan Lanning talking to the team on like Wednesday or Thursday about the game and certain looks they were expecting and what they were going to do in those situations and then directly showing how that translated to an on-field play that resulted in a touchdown for the Ducks also working in the coach's audio from the headsets during the games like it is spectacularly good he's getting audio from you know players down on the field like there there's a great one of the colorado game where oregon defensive coordinator tosh lupoy is talking to his guys during pregame warm-ups and colorado is talking all this crap because they were feeling great and they're colorado and everything and then the ducks wiped them off the field it was awesome yeah <laughs> but tosh lupoy is going through just like a drill with i think the linebackers and a Colorado guy is talking smack pregame, and he's saying, "Why y'all so little? Why, why, why y'all so little?" <laughs> and and then in the cinematic recap, you can hear Tosh Lupoy turn to his guys and go, "Doesn't deserve your attention." There you go, nice. And he's getting all those little <laughs> audio details that you just you don't hear when you're even at the game, when you're um, a member of the crowd, and it is and fans love that stuff. We love that stuff, right? That's a yes, little peek behind the behind curtain. The stuff. And, and the peek behind the curtain this week with the coach's audio, hearing them on the headset, you know, Will Stein and everyone, uh, I think Lanning came on and asked, you know, like, what did he just check to? And Will Stein's like, I have no idea. Oh, I don't know. I think we're good. I think we're good. I think we're good. And then Oregon has an 18-yard wide open walk-in touchdown. Like, it, it was <laughs> spectacularly I, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch these. Now, let's talk a little more about Pac-12 because I'm looking yeah. at the Heisman odds. I, I woke up this morning. I was like, I wonder what the Heisman odds. Um, there's a, We have a lot of quarterbacks. We have Penix. We have Bo Nix. We have uh, Caleb Williams is still kind of hovering around there. But uh, J.J. McCarthy, he somehow with Michigan is up to – I think he had the shortest money yet? or the second. He's second, second shortest. Okay, so is yeah, it still Penix? Penix is the favorite, yep. Yeah, Penix is still the favorite. So that, that flip-flopped because at one point in time, McCarthy was the favorite was, and Penix was number two. He dropped a number two during the bye week. <laughs> so you got to play. That's the that people love to see you play. Bo Nix is number yeah. four. Bo Nix is four. That's what I'm saying. He's moving up there. So it's going to be interesting to see who wins the Heisman because, you, you know, sometimes we have a clear-cut favorite. I think Penix was three weeks ago. Beginning of the year, it was like, oh, just give it to Caleb Williams. It's not going to be Caleb Williams. By the way, Caleb, you're going to get drafted, so get ready because you know he's not coming back to USC again to play with that team and have that defense. So uh, he still probably will go number one overall. But the Heisman Trophy uh, could could be in the Pac-12. Do you think it's going to be in the Pac-12? I, I think it's a really good shot. You know, I think I we have to wait and see. Yeah. So I I can't either. I can't, I'm not a huge JJ McCarthy fan. Like I watched Kate yeah. McNamara take Michigan to the college football playoff, <laughs> and Kate McNamara is now doing. Did he go to Iowa? Uh, he was my Uber driver last night. He was he was it was funny because we started talking <laughs> college football. He goes, you know, I know a thing or two, and I. I gave him five stars, but I didn't tip because they get 80%. All right, anyway. Yeah, you don't want that to be an impermissible benefit. The I NCAA don't. will be all on you about that. Like, I, that'd be 
that that'd be an issue. But yeah, Kate McNamara, I think, went to Iowa where he's doing. Well, their offense so, is amazing at Iowa. <laughs> yeah, but it's not it, it's not about having a great quarterback, and I, I don't think McCarthy's bad. I think he's fine. But I don't think he's a Heisman I I Trophy winner. Could not agree more. I, I was shocked I, to I, see him in the top two. He's yeah, number two I, right now. It's a function of playing for you know a team that everyone thinks is a, a national championship contender, and I, I think they're certainly capable of playing at that sort of level. I wonder how good they are when they don't know what other teams are running <laughs> offensively. Go. Exactly. Um, so that that that's a question that yeah. that I have at the at the risk of coming on here on my quote-unquote moral high horse, I'm going to say <laughs> when you know what play the other team is running because you went and, you know, did some illegal advanced scouting, I, I think we can agree that's crossing a line. Yeah. You know, a runner standing at second looking at the catcher's signs and trying to relay that to the hitter. Everybody's kind of okay with yeah, that. that's one thing. Hanging a trash can to let you know a curveball is coming. We all that's agreed. No mm, not okay. That's how I feel here is like, all right, well, let the investigation the, the, play the out. Videos, That's fine. And the videos that keep coming out of this guy on the sideline wearing like bad. Ryan sunglasses, like Ryan had they're on after. Bad. I mean, it's just, it's like, and they're breaking it down like the Zabruder film reference for the grandparents. <laughs> and uh, it's, <laughs> but uh, it's, that was a JFK. We had a lot of JFK talk today. Well, it is November. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He was assassinated in November. Do you scout your own teams? Do you rely on scouting reports or do you do your own? Do you, do you study tapes and films of other Pac-12 teams before they play Oregon? I mean, yeah, yes, to the extent of I'm watching all the games. I mean, I'm the nut job who is like monitoring the score of like Georgia, Florida while I am watching <laughs> Cal play USC okay. on Pac-12 Network. You know, like I, I, I know what to expect. Kids. From, from every team, but this this may shock you guys. I'm not giving any insight to the Oregon coaching staff. They have access to more than I do because everyone has access to film in the All-22. So I don't think they need my insight. But, I mean, going in every matchup, yeah, I, I know exactly exactly what, what to expect. And, you know, I, I watch, you know, like extended highlights on YouTube as well, which are a great resource for me. And, uh, you know, I'll watch those just like, I'll just be lying in bed at 11 o'clock at night and I'll just like watch it, extended highlights of like USC Cal to see what kind of, you know, RPOs they run or what they like to do offensively or where they're exploitable and that sort of thing. Not that it matters. Yeah. You know, I'm not calling plays. I'm not calling up landing being like, hey, did you, did you guys, did you guys notice that they, they really struggled defending the inside zone. Did you guys see that last week? I don't, I don't think he's taking my phone <laughs> all call. Right, all right. But by the way, Ann, did you see when he did the phone, he did this. He did like an old school phone like we had. <laughs> you guys, I th now I see yeah, a lot I'm, of, I'm just old enough. I like it because I see kids now when they're talking on the phone, they're doing this or they're just, you know, they're just holding, they're holding something. The, they're holding yeah. something flat right there. This is the old phones. KL5, Klondike 5. There, that's the old phone numbers. I'm, I'm adapting to my audience. I'm addressing the demographics in the room. Well, that's good. You got it. You got to be versatile. You got to be appeal versatile to all, to, to all age bases. There. So, do you follow? <laughs> who's your NFL team? I don't remember if we talked NFL. Seahawks. You're a, oh, that's right. You wore a Seahawks shirt last time. Mariners. No, I had a, Mar Mariners I had a Mariners shirt. shirt. Yeah, I'm Seattle fan. The other Seattle team. Yeah, I'm a Pacific Northwest kid through and through. Sometimes uh, on on Locked On Ducks, I'll wear. I'll be wearing a Seahawks or oh, hold a, on, hold on, hold on. Oh, You're locked on ducks. Can we see that puddles pillow? Oh, wait, with a puddles pillow? Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold that on. Was the guy, our guy, Jerry, Jerry, jeez, uh, is a big uh, puddles fan. Oh, my God. There he is. Oh, this. Jerry, yeah, that's awesome. Look at this in all its, in all its glory. That like, was, it's, 
That's phenomenal. It's truly beautiful. And now, is that the pillow you're laying on when you're in bed at 11 p.m. thinking about maybe calling the coach? <laughs> no, it's not. This is my this is my this is my office pillow. So I set it up like usually my shop for my <laughs> podcast is wider. So it's set up uh, over on uh, leaning up against the uh, on top of my Xbox and against the wireless router. Actually, like <laughs> now, I, now speaking of a wider shot, you're drop. you're wide enough to show off that shirt. Let's see the logo on that shirt. Check out that lock on. Yeah, this shirt. I know, not bad, right? Yeah, not how, bad. How come we Pretty don't clean. we we don't we don't have we don't have any punchline shirts or anything yet? Hey, right? someone yet. did say that they would buy a pu hashtag punch Frank <laughs> Nicotero shirt. We got shirts coming. I think Chris said he was working on something. Actually, remember that? And Chris punch said he, Frank. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we're trying to do something. Ryan, you said you had a question there or a live yeah, comment. Yeah. So six. So the college football rankings came out, right? Yeah. Six teams are in the top twenty from the Pac-12. Six wow. teams in the top 20 from the SEC, three teams in the top 20 from the Big Ten, and five from the Big 12 in the top 25. Okay. Obviously, there's four teams. Only one conference champion yeah. is going to make it from those four. Yeah. How do you see it playing out today? Like, like mm. what four teams would you say so, are going to be? Left? So here, 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 here's one thing. I was actually having this conversation with, uh, with, with an Oregon fan earlier about whether or not, you know, a one loss Pac-12 champion Oregon could get left out of the playoff. My inclination is no, because when you look at where Oregon is currently seated, I don't think that Texas or Oklahoma, if they were to win the Big 12 and have, you know, just one loss would have enough wins accumulated of the quality variety to surpass or leapfrog Oregon at this point in time. Because Oregon, who, as strange as it sounds, should be rooting for USC, but they're playing Washington, so maybe it doesn't sound super strange for Duck fans to say <laughs> that, but Oregon should be rooting for USC on Saturday. Because if USC beats Washington, USC then becomes a top 15 opponent next week, because they're currently number 20, I think. And yep. they would certainly go up inside the top 15 if they beat Washington. So then if that were to happen and Oregon does like just hypothetically, if they were to win all their games, you would add to a resume that in the eyes of the committee is already above a one loss Texas or a one loss Oklahoma. You would add a top 15 win against USC, a top probably 20 or at least 25 win against Oregon State. Yep and a top 10 win against Washington, who's not going to lose more than one game. Who you also now avenged your loss. Well, and you avenged your yeah, loss, right. right. So if that happens, I don't see how a Big 12 schedule, the Big 12, uh, it sucks this year. <laughs> it's Texas, Oklahoma, and the Muppets. Right. I mean, Oklahoma State has figured <laughs> it out at frog. some level. But like I just I just everybody does Kermit the Frog. That's also that's also Patrick Mahomes. It's one and the same impression. Texas Tech. And Texas Tech plays Yeah, and he's a Texas Tech guy. Very good, right? And he played they play tonight, Texas Tech, don't they? Yeah. They're on some I think they they really I think they play tonight. Texas Tech TCU. Yep, that is tonight. Yeah, it's wow. Yeah, and what's the and what's the line on that? Yeah, it is because TCU, who last year, of course. Uh, they're like they're like the line, at, uh, the line the line at FanDuel is Texas Tech minus two and a half. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they're giving the they're making the home fair TCU how they've fallen. It's I mean, well again, it's the same here at gotcha. South Point. Two and a half at South Point as well. Over under fifty seven and a half. All right, Spencer. If you were a betting man this week, what's yeah. your what's your lock to tell our fans here uh, and everyone watching? 
lock. I mean, I I like Washington minus three at okay. USC, yeah. though I would prefer USC win <laughs> the game saying, for scheduling yeah. purposes for the Ducks. But here here's where I come down. I I can't in good conscience bet Alex Grinch. Can't do it. Okay. Won't won't, won't do it. In fact, it makes a lot of sense to bet against him. I, I like that bet in in the Pac-12. And the other close game that's going to take place in in my beloved Conference of Champions is number 19 UCLA at Arizona. Bruins, two-and-a-half, three-point favorite, depending on where you look. That's a fascinating football game. Arizona should have been ranked in the top 25. Yeah, they're good. I think it's, I think it's absolute crap. That, they're that, above that they UCLA in the conference standings. Exactly. And they are, by the way, a team that has not lost – a single football game by more than one possession, and every team they've lost to except Mississippi State is ranked in the top 25. They well, lost to well, USC. After having open tryouts two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a gentleman come in here. Jimmy Vaccaro, Jimmy Vaccaro busted in a couple days ago. There was a guy that came into South Point the other day. He put $20,000 on the Bills plus three. He put $10,000 on the University of Buffalo plus 15 the other night. That was a loser. But coming up, he has... Illinois plus two for 10,000, UAB 10,000, Kansas plus three against Iowa State 10,000, and uh, he has Arizona plus three for 10,000 at UCLA. Guy came in, dropped 60 grand here at the Sportsbook, looking to capitalize uh, or looking to come back after the Buffalo loss on the college game. But he likes Arizona, and I keep hearing Arizona. I mean, I like the Bruins. I grew up as a Pitt fan and a Bruin fan. I don't know. Arizona looks good. That's a good bet, I think. So Arizona is a good football team. Yeah, they, they are just. There's no way around it. They're a good football team. Oregon State is a good team as well. Arizona just outplayed them, and Jonathan Smith made a questionable decision at the end of the first half. Shall we? I mean, if we're being honest, it was a horrible decision. And by the way, for, for all and by for all the people who don't know who Alex Grinch is, go ahead tell them. Oh, he's the USC defensive coordinator. Okay, yeah, there. It's for all yeah, the people so, who don't know who he is. So here's so so the so the over under on that Washington USC game, I think opened at around seventy five and a half. Yeah, which is a crazy a crazy number. I don't know that anyone's getting stops in that game. Yeah. Uh, it'll come down to which defense can make a stop a or stop. force a turnover. <laughs> yeah, right. I think Washington's defense is more likely to get a stop, and USC's defense is more likely to force a turnover. That's how that game ultimately gets decided. Washington allowed 33 points last week on the road to Stanford. That that that's two and yeah. six Stanford. Stanford's to you. terrible. They're, I I saw them play against Hawaii and they they're were better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're, they're, they're better. They've gotten better yeah. since the start of the season. That Hawaii game they, they played pretty well. Hawaii's not good though. But historical comeback versus Colorado. Yes, it was. Yes, which, that's by the true. way, I it, was watching the game. I'm like, I turn it off, and then someone wrote. Some my buddy Christian writes me. He goes, "Man, I should have taken Stanford." I'm like, "Ha ha ha!" And he's like, "You haven't seen what happened, have you?" And I'm like, no. <laughs> "Yeah." A lot of people, myself included, turned it off at the half, and then I checked the score, and I was like, "Oh, they're kind of they're kind of making it happen." But they found something with Ashton Daniels at quarterback and Alec Ao Manor at receiver. But they they can't run the football, and they're just they're not a good team. And Washington gave up 33 points to them. You know, the the Washington offense wasn't the problem. They had two turnovers inside the 15-yard line, still put up 42. I don't have any qualms with the Washington offense. They had a bad game with an emotional letdown against Arizona State a couple weeks ago. Whatever. Don't care. They're fine. So they're going to score a bunch of points. The question is, are they going to be able to stop USC? I think that will depend on how much USC yeah. actually decides to run the football. Because yeah, they're and, able to. Yeah. They just choose not to for 
reasons literally nobody can figure out. And Ryan, you don't trust Alex Grinch either. Why would I trust the Grinch? Why would you trust the Grinch coming up on yeah. holiday season? Spencer, I, if you see me ever snickering or laughing during your, your appearances on this show, it's because you're just rattling these numbers off. Like <laughs> I, it's, it's rain man esque is what it is. I mean, you're tremendous. You're, this is you're you. And we had Jeff on today. This is what makes my job easy. You're so well prepared. And, uh, you know, and you got your, I don't want to cut into your PlayStation time. Cause I have a feeling you're probably taking Oregon through the season. Is that what you're doing? Are you playing the ducks? Is that your team? Uh, so on, uh, college football revamped, I don't play as the ducks cause that's too easy. Okay. <laughs> but what program yeah, do you take fair. over? Yeah. I've taken over a bunch of programs. I've led uh, ball state to a national championship, <laughs> Georgia state to, to a national title. You know, honestly, Northern Illinois was one of my better overall teams. Yeah, there I, you I, I think it was like four or five seasons ago. Um, but basically what I, what I do in, in NCAA 14, but you know, the revamp version, which is just tremendous until we get the next college football game, which a buddy of mine's actually helping develop and it's going to be great. Um, I go to a place until I win two national championships <laughs> in a row and then I leave and then I leave. Yeah. But yeah, but then I leave and, and I'm like, I've adjusted the sliders on that game to try and make it harder. <laughs> I've still just logged too many hours. Like the computer Man. just can't keep up. So I go win a couple national championships and then I leave and I go to, you know, the next like rebuild spot and I pick like <laughs> a Sunbelt team or something oh, like low God. level conference USA and then build them up and play like, you know, three power five teams that are preseason top 10 in my non-conference schedule right. or else you'll never be able to climb up the ranking. So it usually no takes me like no, no Southern Utah, man. I don't think they're in the game. Oh man. Can't you create yeah. it? There's yeah, a way that's true. Spencer that's true back then. Wow. That's amazing, man. And ball state to two, but David Letterman would be very proud because he's a ball state yeah. alum. One of my heroes, <laughs> Spencer, you're one of our heroes here too. We'd, we'd love to have you back. I could listen to you anytime. I, uh, next time, next time he's here, we have to do a shot of me. Like do Spencer just walking around just, the sports. Just me walking around the book, him still going, me on my. I bet, but, but again, I'll just carry the show. But Spencer, it's out of respect and love, man. You're you're always well prepared. Yeah, you bring the you. numbers, you bring the stats. I'm going to be rooting for the Ducks because I am going to bet them this weekend. So, thank you very much for being here, Spencer McLaughlin. We'll see you again soon. Thank you, Spencer. Appreciate it. I got Oregon 49-17. Go Ducks. 49-17. Write All that right. down. I I would. He's probably put this into a computer, which is his brain. Is what <laughs> simulated I'm simulated on NCAA. Yeah, he simulated it. He's lying in bed at eleven with puddles, thinking about it. I love this guy, <laughs> Spencer McLaughlin. Thanks, Spencer. Um, Ryan, any closing thoughts on the show? I mean, I know you're a richer man. You're heavy pockets right now. Just make sure that you're here at 3:40. I will, sports by there the was book. a little discrepancy on Monday. He covered me because it was the equinox. I knew it was the sports equinox on Monday and that they wouldn't need me on the show this past Monday. They need me tonight to pump up the Steelers, ladies and gentlemen. And we have that freeze frame of Spencer. Can we please see the freeze frame? Because once we drop a video call, we like Cheese. to Cheese. Look at Spencer. That's him right there. You know what he's that you know what that is? He's thinking about Oregon Duck football. That's what he's thinking about. And what team he's going to take on his video game to win the national championship. We had our first ever live guests here. Ryan, your grandparents, Lee and Cece are here. Are you taking them out with some of that? You should take them out. There's a yeah, state. Going them. to lunch. You're going to lunch. Where are you yep, heading? In between uh, okay. this and sports by the book. Probably going up to Baja. Okay. All right. There's 11 restaurants here at the South Point Casino, but there's the sports book. If you want to look for me tonight, that's where I'll be watching the Steelers defeat Lose. the tent. Steelers defeat. The Tennessee Titans. TJ Watt's going to have a big game. If you're going to do a prop bet, I'm take okay Deontay that. Johnson. Deontay Johnson 
over receptions. It was four and a half. It's now five and a half. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to Ann. Thank you to Sean. Thank you to Jerry. We appreciate you watching. Thank you for getting us well over 500 subscribers. We'll be back tomorrow. Alex White will be here tomorrow. We'll see you then. Thank you for watching Punchlines Lines live in Nevada every show.